Talk Radio. It's Monday, March 6, transmission for you today. I've done a lot of research and a lot of work and I'm loaded for bear. We have massive escalation in war with Russia and China. We have new documents coming out that Fauci directly blocked the fact that the virus came out of the Wuhan lab. We have the UK government documents confirmed public. They're not denying it that they said we're going to release a new variant to terrorize the public into submission, to collapse the economy. We have got the left's attempt at race war going into high gear. We've got a bunch of studies, old and new, on 5G causing cancer and some video demonstrations of it. We have the Biden administration make stunning admission on climate change in leaked memo that they do not want, quote, greater energy security and want to cut off the American people's energy, and that their policy is to cut off our energy. Now, we can look at the policy in, in form, and in function, we don't need to have a leaked memo to know that, but it's also nice to know that it's premeditated and it's confirmed and they know exactly what they're doing. But as Alexander Schultz and Eason said, they know that we know, we know that they know, we all know, but they still deny it. I, I kind of butchered that. But you guys pull up the actual Alexander Schultz and Eason quote about we know, they know that we know, and it just goes on perfectly to describe how it works to live inside an authoritarian, totalitarian system. It, it's just over-the-top wild. Also, not just Walmart, but other major chains are closing stores in major cities around the country uh, because the crime is so horrible they're losing money in them. But big corporations are willing to do that because they want to break the average person as well. So even when big box stores can't make it, you know the general public uh, really can't as well. Got a big stack of news on replacement migration where the left out of one side of their mouth, here and in Europe, say, white people are bad, we want to get rid of them. But then if you say, hey, you've got these memos and statements and UN plans that white people are bad, oh, no, we don't, you're insane. We're going to try to pass laws to arrest you well, they have passed them in Europe and the UK and Canada if you say that. But it's not just the Democrats that are doing that. Like in Washington State, their attorney generals introduced uh, a bill for the Ministry of Truth, which targets conservatives opposing election fraud and vaccine mandates would make them a crime. He actually says it in the video, but it gets worse. We have Florida GOP, uh, a senior uh, member of uh, DeSantis' support group, declares war on First Amendment to combat anti-Semitism. He says you will spend jail time for your free speech. So the silver lining of DeSantis, uh, the shine is really wearing off of him in many ways, and that's not because I think Trump's perfect or either. I'm just going to cover the facts of we can see tyranny from the right wing, not just the left wing as well. We don't just mindlessly defend the right wing here. In fact, I would even call myself right wing at the end of the day. I'm a pro-human, common sense, pro-family, pro-God, pro-self-defense, pro-America, populist. So all of this and more 
are coming up today. And hey, when the Biden administration does something positive, which is very rare, I'll be the first to talk about it. And in a major twist, EPA chief warns Ohio parents to not drink the water and to filter their water. Now, that seems like common sense to do. Most major water supplies are contaminated with bisphenol A and atrazine and stuff that will literally shrivel your testicles up and turn you into a eunuch and give you cancer. But they'll never say that. Oh, no, the water's safe. Alex Jones is a conspiracy theorist. Never filter the water. But more and more, they're like, hey, you should filter the water. Wow, something good and truthful from these people. It is possible. (laughs) Wow. Remember, David Hogg attacked me on C-SPAN for the conspiracy theory that you should filter your water in most areas. At least check from the local water test. And almost everywhere, the water is poisonous. We'll be right back. Stay with us. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. You're listening to Alex Jones. It's Monday, March 6, 2023. I am your host, Alex Jones. Very honored and blessed to be here. I want to thank you all for tuning in and sharing the transmission that overrides the censors and the tyrants. All right, a really great researcher and author and popular podcaster, and a guy I've been interviewing hard to believe for more than 10 years, Michael Malice, now a fellow Austinite, moved here from New York to escape the lockdowns, is going to be in studio with us in the second and third hour. Paul Watson will also be visiting to talk about this first big story we're going to hit. Now, this broke on Friday in the London Telegraph. Now it's all over the world news, and they've admitted that, yes, indeed, 100,000 of his private messages to himself and the rest of the government ministers from WhatsApp were hacked, and it is full of criminal activity. It's him talking to the prime minister, him talking to the other agencies, him talking to their Ministry of Defense, about how to scare the public and use, quote, mind control on them. The media tried to focus mainly on him cheating on his wife in the text messages, but that hasn't worked. They talk about deploying a new variant to, quote, scare the pants off of everyone. And they say, we should just go ahead and ban everything. That sounds more legitimate than only banning a few things. It is a keyhole view into the seedy underworld of fear-mongering and mind control. And you notice the rhetoric coming out of his mouth is the exact same that the U.S. government, the German government, the Canadian government, the Australian government, the Dutch government, the French government, the Italian government. It's the same garbage coming out of the Spanish government because it was a unified worldwide corporate U.N. assault. The U.K. lockdown files, text messages reveal how top British health officials conspired to, quote, scare the pants off everyone and asking, when do we deploy the new variant? Now, we know they cooked it up in a lab, but I believe there they're talking about deploying the hype of a new variant. Project Fear. Authors discuss when to deploy the new COVID variant, London Telegraph. And now suddenly, there are prominent 
members of Congress and governors and foreign leaders and you name it, Bill Maher, Russell Brand, Joe Rogan, coming out against the new world order, coming out against the globalists, coming out against the big corporations, coming out against Bill Gates and pointing the elephant in the room. You can go back 20 years where Bill Gates got banned in India, his dad. You can go back a decade when Bill Gates got banned in Kenya and other African countries because they caught them adding sterilants to the vaccines. Different ways they do it. But one thing is with a tetanus shot, they add a certain key female hormone that's only produced at the beginning of the second trimester, and then it causes an autoimmune response, and the body attacks the baby at the second trimester and kills it. Bill Gates got caught doing that really 15, 16 years ago. You can look up UN caught adding sterile to vaccines, Kenya, and Bill Gates was behind it. Just like he was behind six years ago getting caught in Africa and in Central Asia, places like Pakistan, giving children live polio on purpose, causing polio outbreaks. You ask, how does he do it? Well, that's the question. He's practicing through the media that he spends billions of dollars of tax money, he really gets all this grant money and puts his own money in tax-exempt and then pays himself back profits from the vaccines we all are basically forced to take or much of us are forced to take. And he goes around then testing to see how many people he can kill. Well, he got away with the tetanus shots that were Trojan horses for infertility and automatic miscarriages. And he got away with spreading polio around the world in the vaccines. And so now he's going to get away, he thinks, with the COVID shots. And notice the amount of death is going up and up and up and up and up and up and up each time. So Joe Rogan last week had Russell Brand in studio, and they brought up the fact that I was on Joe's show a few years ago and said, you know, Bill Gates got caught adding polio to the vaccines. He got banned in a bunch of countries, and Joe went, hold on just a second. Let's search that. And Joe never seen that. There it was in AP and Reuters. And he went, oh, my God, it's true. And he did a bunch of research on it. But but the reason I mention that is because it's a window into the mindset of these people. It's all a test with successful approximation to increase the level of the attack and to be able to get away with it. That's why it's so critical to finally nail them for this. And we have in the court of public opinion the coverage of them being behind the covid bug and behind the poison shots is a million times, literally. Bigger than the attention they got for Kenya and bigger for the attention uh, that they got around the world with with the tainted Trojan horse polio injections. So they're not happy. This didn't go well because of independent media. That's why they're trying to pass laws and have in Europe. They're trying to pass them here. We've got news on that we'll be getting to. To literally shut down and arrest anyone that questions any of the poison injections they roll out. Even though everything they said about the poison injections was a lie, everything we said was true. But this lie, this eugenics operation, this depopulation operation cannot thrive, cannot survive, cannot operate if we are here exposing them. So we have nothing to lose. All we can do is fight. When we fight back, things get better. When we roll over, things get successively worse. So I saw this headline, and I knew instantly what the story was about, and I went and read it in detail, and sure enough, it's a great article from News Punch. 
Gatesfoundation.com. And it goes over the history of the Gates Foundation caught with abortion drugs that he populate and even members of his own team later admitting it. It's a nice boil down of what happened uh, in the mid-90s through the mid-2000s all over Africa. Gates Foundation insider admits COVID vaccines are abortion drugs to depopulate the world. And you read the article and it's full of links and quotes to where it actually happened and how the WHO even had to admit that, okay, we sterilized millions of people in Africa with these shots. And again, you can try to argue that, well, we should sterilize people. Do you want to be sterilized? Do you want this guy to have the power over you to do that? Because it's wink, wink, hey, let's kill the Africans. Well, what about you? See, don't pretend like the New World Order isn't coming after you. You can be a billionaire. They're coming after you. Let's play the clip of Russell Brand on Joe Rogan. Bill Gates ain't Willy Wonka. He ain't doing this for like a competition. There's no golden ticket at the end of this. It's like, yeah, not-for-profit organizations making profit, an incredible amount of influence in areas that he profits from, all sorts of peculiar business practices like in India and on the continent of Africa that have led to like palpable suffering and and profit in his case. The Africa thing is wild, and that's a a big part of this, uh, the real Anthony Fauci book. He he talks about Bill Gates quite a bit, and one, one of the things he talks about is how they've always used Africa as a place where they test out medicines. Yeah. They've used Africa as a place where they test out. And this is another thing that I learned from Alex Jones. Alex Jones was saying that they were giving kids the polio vaccine in Africa and that Bill Gates was involved in this and they had to stop doing it because it was actually giving kids polio. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they pull up an AP article. There was an AP story about this yeah. and it shows this terrified little African baby in there dropping the polio vaccine in his mouth, like squeezing his face, dropping his mouth. I'm like, what the fuck, man? They gave kids polio with a a vaccine? Even when you accept everything that they say at this late point when it appears impossible to do that, they wouldn't release patents so that African nations could recreate the vaccines over there. So clearly there's a profit motive. And I saw him publicly talk about that and say, oh, no, it's not as simple as that. You can't just give people the patents and stuff. But it seems like if you recognize that what drives them always is power, finance and dominion, if you always look at that and then track their actions, you hardly ever see a disruption in that pattern. And if you try to think about all the evil things in 45 years, Fauci's quarterbacked, and he's part of a big eugenics society and works for Bill Gates, it'll make your head spin. Remember in the 80s and 90s, thousands of foster children taken in New York alone and who were, who were healthy and given AIDS drugs till they died. That's Fauci again. Or taking German shepherds and beagles and paralyzing them and letting flesh-eating bugs eat their faces off. That's Fauci. If it's evil, he's doing it. He's Joseph Mengele 2.0. We'll be right back. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. 
Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at soupbeansurvival.com. That's soupbeansurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. about something really important and that's your right to listen to what you want to listen to to watch what you want to watch to read what you want to watch that's what all the surveillance and censorship is about is controlling your mind and your ability to make good decisions so in europe in the uk they've passed laws australia's done it as well to criminalize free speech criminalize speaking out against open borders election fraud forced injections And notice our Justice Department came out two years ago, run by Biden, and said the same thing. White supremacy is the number one threat. They then defined in that June report a year and a half ago, two years ago, that it's anybody questioning open borders, stolen elections, lockdowns, or forced shots. You are a white supremacist. And then by that definition, with hate crime laws, then you get higher penalties for things that would be misdemeanors. I'll explain that in a moment. But it's a formulated plan all over the Western world, run by the same people. So, here's an article on the Gateway Pundit. You can go read a copy of the legislation. It's linked to it. State Attorney General pushing Ministry of Truth bill which targets conservatives opposing election fraud and vaccine mandates could become crimes. Washington State Attorney General Bob Ferguson is pushing the state legislature to adopt legislation that would set up a commission on domestic terrorism. See, it's terror. That, that mirrors Biden's policy, according to a report that could lead to a conservative individual being criminally charged for expressing their views. And it goes on. And KTTH-TV reporting on it, HB 1333 sets up a domestic violent extremist commission, and then they will decide the commission what is a crime, not the legislature. Absolutely insane. HB 1333. Now, You're thinking, well, that's the crazies in Washington. No, 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 no. We saw Greg Abbott a year and a half ago come out and say, I'm pro-free speech, but if it's anti-Semitic, we want you banned. Anti-Semitic. You can have the left running around everywhere at the universities on TV saying Christians are evil, whites are evil, America's evil. 
Oh, but if people want to say Jews are bad, you're not allowed to. You should be able to say any group's bad you want. That's your First Amendment. Doesn't mean I support what somebody's saying. Doesn't mean you support it. And again, it always starts with don't say the N-word, don't attack Jews. And then next, it's don't criticize open borders or election fraud or forced injections, which they're now doing. Florida GOP declares war on the First Amendment, Infowars.com, to combat anti-Semitism. The free state of Florida is set to have the most oppressive hate crime laws in America in order to combat anti-Semitism. And anything else they say is hate. Base DeSantis just got your First Amendment rights revoked. Anti-Semitism hate speech laws about to be passed in Florida, throwing pennies at the synagogue is now five years in jail. There is no First Amendment right to conduct. Jewish Florida State Representative Randy Fine told the media earlier this week. We're going to play a clip of what he has to say, ladies and gentlemen. But notice, he says, graffiti is illegal, but it's a misdemeanor. But if we say it's hateful, five years in jail. So that's speech. You can say graffiti is illegal because it's somebody else's property. That's a property violation. But they're building an unconstitutional bridge, then saying, well, we're not going to give you a $500 fine. Your second offense, you know, two weeks in jail. No. We're going to say if what you said is hateful, and by the ADL definition, and the definitions the feds are creating, and Washington's creating, and the other states are creating, oh, criticizing open borders, election fraud, lockdowns, forced injections, whatever else they want. A bill was introduced, what, a month ago by the Democrats in Congress, that if you criticize a minority in any way, five years in jail. They're introducing these bills. They're trying to do this. You saw the deputy head of the EU commission three weeks ago at the World Government Summit look to members of the Republican delegation, Democrat delegation that were there, members of Congress, and said, we've already banned free speech and hate speech. We know you're about to ban it as well. And the Republican and Democrat Congress people nodded their heads. It's here. It's not coming. It's here. And it's beyond a canary in the coal mine. So, so here he is explaining this. They'll take a misdemeanor. That's a misdemeanor. has nothing to do with a, quote, hate, but because the thought behind it was bad, five years in jail. Here it is. Holding people accountable without you know, violating their free speech. Sure. And again, I would remind you that there is no, there's no First Amendment right to conduct. There's a First Amendment right to speech. And the things that we're targeting in the bill are not speech. Again, if someone wants to stand across the street from my house and wave the sign on the sidewalk, they have every right to do that. And this bill won't have anything to do with that. But when it veers into conduct, and so the way we're going to approach this is through a hate crime kicker. So if you project, if you graffiti a building, it is a crime now. But if your motivation is hate, it will be a third-degree felony. You will spend five years in prison. If you want to litter, it's a crime right now. But if you litter and if your motivation is a hate crime, it will be a third-degree felony. You will spend five years in jail. It is a crime right now to hang banners from an interstate. For obvious reasons, we don't want to distract drivers. But if you do that and you have a hate crime, a hate motivation, it will be a third-degree felony. You will spend five years in jail. How optimistic are you of moving this bill I guarantee the bill will pass. And I never do that. <laughs> Well, DeSantis better veto that, or I'm going to totally not support Ron DeSantis. That will be just a nail in the coffin too far, if that's the case. But taking crimes that aren't felonies, that aren't associated with violence, and then saying we're going to make it a hate crime five years in jail if you litter. So I'm protesting outside the ADL because they're anti-free speech. We really should do that. Very authoritarian. And... uh 
I leave, I forget and leave, say, a cup of iced tea and a styrofoam cup on the steps of it. Or a handkerchief falls out of the back of my pocket. Oh, you littered in front of the ADL five years in prison. This is the plan to get our free speech. And they've already done it in Europe. You've seen all the arrest videos of where a veteran posts the trans flag as a swastika. Because if you put it together, four of them, it makes a swastika. They arrested him. Last time I heard, he's still in jail. Came to his house, took him to jail. This is the plan. This is what's going on. And they specifically don't want you talking about the poison shots or the open borders or any of it. That's all defined by the Justice Department as white supremacist. And then by extension, everything else is racist. But violent criminals. I saw another article today out in Washington State where a mass shooter who was black got out while he's going to face trial. Was only in jail a few weeks. Shot a whole bunch of people. But that's okay. You're black. We're going to let you out of jail. But if you say something mean to the ADL or to Black Lives Matter or the NAACP that are completely un-American, foaming at the mouth, weaponized groups coming after all of our freedoms, well, then you're in deep trouble. So if America bows down to this, as people do, remember during the Black Lives Matter, thousands of white people at events bowing and worshiping black people, shining their boots, kissing their ass, while the black people spew anti-white racist rhetoric. This is just a sign of them submitting to their collective guilt and Stockholm Syndrome, and that they'll follow whatever agenda comes out of Black Lives Matter They could care less about black people. In fact, it says their number one goal is ending the nuclear family for black people. Boy, with friends like that, who needs enemies? All right, we're going to come back with a lot of other news on the poison shot front. Then I'm going to shift gears into all the other news. Jam-packed broadcast today and a special guest in studio. Stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support. I've got some good news. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Okay, I want to finish up with the really important poison shot news and how close we are to bringing the criminals to justice. Now, we've already convicted them in the court of public opinion, which will make it much harder for them to launch another attack or lockdown. We've already got them on the ropes. we got to go all the way. You know, I don't hype something up as positive. It isn't positive. I don't tell you I think we're winning if, if we're not winning. Now, we're not completely winning. We're not dominating, but we're starting to. 
The Great Awakening's here, and you are at the heart of the resistance. Never forget that. Now, before I go any further, I want to show you a headline that just came out a couple days ago. Right-wing culture has Alex Jones-style craziness to energize it. What does the left have? London Guardian article. They basically admit that Alex Jones, in what they tracked from Europe to Australia to the United States, creates the culture and the talking points against the New World Order. And they have rightfully tracked it back to this broadcast and our guests and what we do of analyzing the enemy and giving people accurate information about what they're doing. And I don't just do it on my show. I do it behind the scenes with other prominent people. And I'm not up here bragging. I'm giving you a report card on how hard I'm working for all of us, including my family and yours, because we're all in this boat together. People ask me all the time, why do you work so hard? Why are you tireless? Why are you near fearless? Why do you do what you do? How can you take the attacks? Because I have children. The New World Order is completely evil. So why would you not oppose it? Giving into it is sure destruction. So that said, ladies and gentlemen, let me give you a little report on the state of InfoWars. Just last week, they got the big bankruptcy filing for free speech systems complete uh, into the federal court. And it's about what I had thought it was. We lost a million dollars last year. Sounds like a lot, but for an operation this big, that's not that big a shortfall. It takes about $30 million a year to run this operation with bandwidth and crew and legal and you know, all the things we've got to do and subscribing, you know, to major outfits, you know, for the photos we use, like Getty, all of it. It costs about $30 million to, to, to crack that nut. And that's with us with our feelers and things kind of pulled in and not sending reporters all over and not being able to operate like we did five, six years ago. But still having a massive effect. And the, and the numbers are out there now. They try to twist them. Oh, Alex Jones is $100,000 a month. Yeah, the court has allowed that because that's what my legal bills are. Uh, so I don't do this for money. If I wanted to do it for money, I would have taken the deal at Fox News. I would have taken the deal uh, with uh, Premier Radio Networks and Clear Channel and things like that many, many years ago. They wanted me to be the next Rush Limbaugh. I decided not to do it. Now, I do this because I want to change the future for the better. So here's the bottom line. We'll be able to go through this Chapter 11, Subchapter 5 reorganization if we can be profitable. And we're barely in the black this year, but because we were in the red last year, we're still in the black. So it's a very simple equation. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm asking you, and it's a decision you have to listen to and make. Do you want InfoWars and this crew and this historic operation and our archives and all the great work we do, our best work ever is happening now, to stay on the air? Or do you want this shut down? I'll still be on the air, but it will be diminished in ways and not as effective for a while. Do you want that to happen? Now, it's a very easy question. Because we've got really amazing products that really do empower your life and really are the highest quality. So if you'll just do what less than 1% of listeners have done and actually go to InfoWarsStore.com and actually get some great products that will enrich you and your family's life, then please take action. In fact, I know it came in weeks ago, but I was never given a canister of it, even though I took one home. Can I have a canister of the probiotic, prebiotic, that has been sold out for over a year uh, that uh, finally... Finally came in. Can I, can I have one of those in here to show people? That'd be awesome. Uh, th that is an amazing product that does incredible things in your gut. 
and helps create these natural amino acids that are so good and even anti-cancer. The prebiotics back in stock, it's 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Ultimate Bone Broth, sold out for over two years, now even stronger with the turmeric, with the chaga mushroom, with the bee pollen, with everything. It's back in stock for the same price as other premium bone broths, but it's even better because of all the other great things uh, it's got in it. And yes, this, the prebiotic fiber, amazing. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. But let me tell you what you should really be taking. And I guess they took the bottle of it off my desk. That's fine. I've been gone. Whatever. That is our CBD oil in 10 milligram, 25 milligram, and 1,000 milligram. All of these products are the highest rated full-spectrum CBD oil for about 70% off what they would be retail. This 1,000 milligram would be sold for 160 retail, discounted for 100. It's $67 at InfoWarsTore.com. You take one drop under your tongue every day. What it does for your bones, your joints, everything is simply incredible. What it does for your brain, look into CBD oil and neurological disorders. It just goes on and on. Everybody should be taking a couple of drops of this before you go to sleep at night. Some people like the, the gummies. We have those as well. But that's a no-brainer. Just go to InfoWarsStore.com and get the InfoWars MD CBD oil, highest quality, tested by outside firms, saying it's the highest rated you're going to get. People are like, yeah, well, that's incredible. You have the highest rated. Yes, of course we have the highest rated. That's what we look for. Our turmeric 95 is the same thing as Bodies. Bodies has been sold out a while. It's going to be coming back in. A different manufacturer. We learned that we were buying the turmeric for bodies from this this place. So we just went to them, and it's turmeric 95, meaning it's 95% curcuminoid, just like bodies. The same turmeric. Turmeric 95 for, for inflammation, for anti-cancer, for your whole body, for your brain. It's amazing. Turmeric 95. Infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three. 3139 And the reason I'm doing a long plug here, as you've noticed, I've really cut back on plugging the last month or so. I want to cover news. I don't want to sit up here and plug products, but these really are great products and they fund the operation. And so if you've been on the fence and you haven't gone to InfoWarsStore.com, get the products. When you love the products, when you try them, sign up for auto ship, get 10% off on your next order, cancel any time for free, but that way you don't forget every month, every six months, every nine months, you can do it every month, every two months, every three months, you just click. When you want to be auto shipped the product, then we, they hold some back, so even if it sells out, we'll have some held back for you, and it just gets delivered to you every three months, every six months, whenever you want it delivered, whenever you run out of it, you just click on there, auto ship, and it just comes to your door. That way you support the broadcast and you know you're going to get the product and it comes there and then we stay on the air. If just 1% of you more would make your personal decision to get great products that enrich and power your life and keep us on air, I would not be spending on average three to four hours a day instead of doing special reports and interviews and kicking globalist ass, I am running around trying to scrounge up money, trying to do all sorts of, I'm not complaining. I just keep me on the field Keep me the tip of the spear, 
but I cannot do it without you. So I want to thank those that have supported the broadcast. I want to thank those that have gotten the products. And I want to encourage those of you that have not or those that got products and liked them or loved them but never got them again to do that. Or do a straight donation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com. Right at the top it says Donator Support. Make a $5, $10, $20, $50, $100 donation one time. Or you can sign up to recurring donation. Cancel anytime for free in your profile at InfoWarsTore.com. You are the InfoWar. You're the reason we're able to stay on air. So get the CBD oil. Get the ultimate bone broth. Get the prebiotic. Get it all at InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you for your support. We're finally... A couple of weeks got new t-shirts coming in and a lot of other stuff you can also get a signed or unsigned copy of my book the great reset and the war for the world the signed one is limited edition we run out of the ones we have left that's it like a thousand of them or less left right now infowarstore.com and i thank you all for your support i'm done plugging i just know michael malice is coming in in studio I won't be doing much plugging when he's on with us so i just got it out of the way thanks for the support take action now Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence, that have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com, to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or a great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95, it's all available at InfoWarsTore.com and it keeps it on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep it on air infowarstore.com i've got some good news our high quality supplements really work and we have about an 80 percent reorder rate with customers that's the good news they're amazing the bad news is around one percent or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to infowarstore.com and ever actually buy the products so you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation, to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high-quality full-spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well, or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. of You're Welcome is a best-selling author, great researcher, great historian, and good friend of mine. He's going to be in studio with us for the next two hours. Coming up second and third hour, 
Paul Watson, with the huge British news I'd already mentioned, is going to be popping in with their health minister caught saying, we'll release a new variant to scare the public into submission and so much more. He's going to be popping in during that interview to talk about that and all the big coven news I haven't gotten to yet. But before I hit some of this other news, I had a Michael Malice coming in here in about 12 minutes or so in the next hour, just to finish up what I was saying last segment. This is an information war. You want folks to fight the globalists. You want people to take on the tyrants. We're doing it, and we're having hands down the biggest effect in this fight, and we're being mimicked. We're being parroted. We're being supported by so many other great prominent people that are looking into our research and finding out it's true, and InfoWars is having its greatest victories ever in hearts and minds around the country and the world. I was just flying around commercial in the United States, got nothing but love last week. Nothing but love wherever I go, compared to quite a bit of hate previously. That's a report to you that we're winning the information war and the Great Awakening is here. But you've got to make the decision on whether or not you want these people to win. And there's nowhere that you can support by spreading the word, by praying for the broadcast, by buying products like InfoWars and InfoWarsTour.com. And those that have been doing it know who you are and you are the reason we've had such success. Without you, none of these good things will be happening. The enemy recognizes that we're the tip of the spear. That means you're the tip of the spear in the information war for hearts and minds. So I salute those that have supported us, and I just ask those that haven't, why aren't you spreading the word? Why aren't you buying the products? Why aren't you actively doing that? I'm just asking you a question, because we need you. You need us. We're in this together. So I'm simply asking all of you out there to think about what InfoWars has contributed. Think about how we've been the main target of the enemy because we're so effective and tell the truth. And then to make the decision to financially support the broadcast by getting great products at the same time. It's a decision that you've got to make. And I'm asking you to make that decision. I'm not complaining to the people that have been supporters over the years. Or if you don't have the finances, I really feel bad for you that you can't get these great supplements and I wish they cost less, but I'm only going to sell the highest quality. But for those that have been on the fence, it's time to get off the fence right now. The enemy wouldn't want this show shut down if it wasn't so effective. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and get the highest quality CBD oil for your bones, your joints, your brain, your neurological systems, get our great bone broth, get our great prebiotic, get it all, vitamin D3, you name it, at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. All right, just wanted to explain that and make that extremely clear about how important that decision is that you have to make for yourself. You're in the driver's seat. You have to make the decision. All right, let me tell you what we're going to be covering here today, and we'll be covering the waterfront, but we're going to be discussing what it means to be white-pilled versus what it means to be red-pilled or blue-pilled. And I think we should describe it and, 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 and create a new pill today here on air called Infinity Pill, because I really think looking into infinity and realizing how timeless and incredible and how amazing things are is really the way to break free from the globalist control and realize they're finite, but the human experience is eternal and is infinite. We're also going to look at 5G and the fact that major study after major study it's linked directly to cancer, and, and people don't understand that. I have some video demonstrations that are going to lay that out. We're also going to look at the war in Ukraine that's escalated out of control and can it be stopped for at least the thermal nuclear war. 
the inconclusion of this World War III path that we're already deeply into. World War III has already begun. The question is, will it go nuclear? Then we'll also continue uh, to look at the entire attack on our youth and where that whole movement is going and how we can stop it. But also some good news, as I mentioned earlier, a new twist, EPA chief warns Ohio parents don't drink the water. And that seems simple, doesn't it? But normally on 9-11, they say the air is safe to breathe, the water is safe to drink. So much of the U.S. water supply is contaminated with hundreds, in some cases thousands of chemicals like atrazine, uh, dioxins, bisphenol A, the list goes on and on. But to have the EPA chief say you should do that, well, we don't need the government to tell us to do that, but so many people wait till the government, like it's the ultimate authority, tells them. But to have the Biden administration actually do something real and say it's in your hands, protect yourself, is good. As they always tell you, Democrat, Republican administrations, the water is clean, the water is good. Well, just ask the folks in Flint, Michigan, if that's the case, they know it's not. So I'm a big detractor from the Biden puppet administration. But I will give credit when credit's due. And so this is a good first move. Maybe it becomes contagious to tell the truth. EPA chief warns Ohio parents, I would not let my children play in the East Palestine creeks or streams. And he went on to say, after he was seen drinking the tap water, they went on to say, you should filter the tap water. EPA chief Michael Regan warned Ohio parents to keep their children out of local creeks and streams following a toxic chemical mushroom cloud explosion in early February. And he himself didn't say filter, but the EPA under his direction is saying you should filter it. Reagan made it to East Palestine Wednesday. He was asked if he would let his kids play in the streams, and he said no. So we need to hear people in government tell the truth. But it's the same government that just told us these poison shots were safe, and then they worked with big tech to censor anybody that tried to warn them. And the same thing goes for 5G and all the rest of it. You can't wait for the government bought and paid for by these out-of-control Fortune 100 companies to tell you something. You've got to do your own research and make that decision for yourself. Here's another example of what I was just talking about. This is out of Fox News. Biden administration makes stunning admission on climate agenda in leaked internal memo. The Biden administration acknowledged in a memo accidentally leaked on Friday that Charging fossil fuel companies less to drill would provide greater energy security for the American people despite its plan to hike royalties. They go on to say, though, despite that, they want to get us off fossil fuels, so they're going to hike the rates and continue to block pipelines and new permits to drill when they haven't created an alternative. There's not enough cobalt or lithium in the world to convert to battery-driven cars. So what they're really doing is destroying the infrastructure and ensuring that our economy breaks down and our economy is based on cars because of urban sprawl. We will totally collapse without it. Same thing Elon Musk explained over and over again. And there's all these actuaries and prayer universities done great breakdowns of it. But if you don't have 2.1 children on average for every family, there's no replacement rate and civilization collapses. I'm all for planing off population naturally with wealth and success and middle class and people, if they choose to have five kids or two kids or one kid or no kid, but to have policies designed to stop people having children, like Japan's down to 1.1, Italy's at 1.2, France is at 1.3, England's at 1.4, indigenous U.S. populations, white, black, Hispanic, are at about 1.5. We're not replacing ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. 
And instead, they're bringing in collapsed third world permanent underclasses who have no history of freedom, so they will accept the new authoritarian system because the globalist corporate fascists don't want people to aspire to the greatest form of liberty the world ever saw, the United States of America, which doesn't mean it was much liberty. But compared in a metric to all other systems, it was fantastically free. The global corporate fascist centralized tyrants don't want you to aspire to wealth and success. That's why they want to dynamite and destroy any upward bridge, any ladder up. And that's why they're so incredibly criminal. While the globalists invest in China and they build new coal power plants every week that are totally dirty, our totally clean coal power plants only produce carbon dioxide that plants breathe. We are completely shutting down while they are building. Mexico opens a new coal power plant every month. China every week. India every two, three weeks as we shut down more plants every single week and our energy prices have more than doubled the last two years. It's all by design to make you poor so they can control you. Look at the blue cities. Look what they are living like. Look at what they produce. And that is the same feudalistic corporate manager system to make you poor so they can dictate the terms of our surrender. Feudalism is not a new system. It's the oldest form of government practiced by every human culture before the Renaissance 500 years ago. We're not going forward into some progressive new future. We're going downward into a high-tech version of every form of ancient slavery. All right, we're going to go to break. Come back, start hour number two with Michael Malice in studio for two hours. He'll break down what it is to be white-pilled straight ahead. And I agree with him. We are moving into the age of the white pill Don't miss the second and third hour today. We are live. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a 1,000 left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. We Americans are under attack by our own government. We, the people, have no choice but to once again defend our freedom. This has all happened before, and we can learn much from the American Revolution. Starting in 1763, to pay for debts incurred from a war with France, the British began enforcing new taxes on the American colonies. In response to this, the colonies set up their own parallel government, based on a simple structure of three committees delegated to voice the will of the people. A committee of correspondence to disseminate information. A committee of inspection to enforce Continental Congress decisions. And the most important of the three, a committee of safety to act as general executive in the absence of legal authority. 
These committees stemmed from each community of all the colonies, and each and every local committee of safety had two missions, to provide military support and monitor political affairs. Each community delegated its own representatives to speak on their behalf at the county level and then at the state level, where state legislatures are thereby formed and senators are elected to represent the overall interests of the people in that state. With these committees, the 13 colonies honorably created a parallel government that lawfully nullified British rule. This compelled the crown to take it back by force, which was met by an honorable and lawful defense of the colonies, known as the American Revolution. The three-committee structure that made up this parallel government inspired our U.S. Constitution, a concept of government based upon delegation. Individuals were not elected to rule. Their only purpose was to facilitate and implement the will of the people. It was a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Each state was considered to be its own country, which was freely subordinating aspects of its own authority to a federal government. Lawfully speaking, this has never changed, but the federal government of the United States has become bloated with loyalists to the city of London and enemies of we the people. For well over a century, we the people have been coerced into becoming voluntary slaves to a multinational corporate power structure, which has increasingly dumbed us down more and more with each generation. Unconstitutional amendments have been enacted Constitutional limits of representation have been ignored, and by accepting Federal Reserve banknotes, we have made ourselves a dishonorable nation of debtors. By continually contracting with the corporate U.S. being operated out of the Washington, D.C. city-state, Americans are perpetually surrendering their constitutional sovereignty in return for corporate benefits. We share a common enemy with our founding fathers. Today we call them globalists. Back then, they called them British, a foreign power exploiting the will and destiny of Americans. And back then, their remedy was the Committee of Safety. This is happening again today. Communities are forming their own Committees of Safety. An excellent example is Santa Rosa County, Florida, where the Recall Florida movement sprang from which seeks to empower the citizens of Florida with the ability to recall county commissioners for corruption, malfeasance, and neglect of duty. The county sheriff is charged with upholding the supreme law of the Constitution, and with your county government in line with your county sheriff, citizens of that county will have the lawful parallel government they need to liberate themselves from contracts made with the corporate U.S., because the powers held by the sheriff supersede those of any government official when in the jurisdiction of that county. The PSYOP today is meant to make you feel dependent upon the federal government, but that has always been your choice, and it's not the only choice. You can contact your local sheriff and ask him about his oath to uphold the Constitution. You can form committees of safety, and you can lawfully purge your local government of corruption. But it requires action, and time is quickly running out. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
All right, folks, Michael Malice is live in studio. Stay with us. We're going live in 60 seconds. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Infowar. Well, most of you know him. He doesn't need much of an introduction. Best-selling author, hit podcaster, talk show host. Michael Malice is our guest here for the next two hours, maybe longer, in studio with us today. You can find him at michaelmalice.com, on Twitter at Michael Malice. And he's got a book that I've always been working on for several years, The White Pill, A Tale of Good and Evil, Michael Malice. And it couldn't be a more timely book. He started writing it. I know he told me about it years ago. Before the Russian invasion of Ukraine and so much more. So this is a really important book to read. Those that don't know history are doomed to repeat it. I haven't read the book yet, and I'll assure you I will be reading the book. So he shared with us. So he said he could cover the waterfront, the censorship, uh, you know, all the things that are going on. But I said, let's just first try to give you the floor as best we can to describe the book and your family's own experiences coming to the United States to flee all this tyranny both from Hitler on one side and Stalin on the other. And now what it's like to see this nightmare starting again in the very same place, uh, uh, Ukraine. So it's, it, it's great to have you here. Congratulations on the white pill. I know you've written a lot of other best-selling books. I, I would guess this one took you the longest to write. Yeah. Cause there's so much information in there. Cause the, this book tells the story of the rise of the Soviet union and its fall, which is a happy ending. But one of the other things that's very important to talk about, it was the Western response by all this was going on. So I think a lot of people, especially people in your audience, don't maybe have an appreciation of just how bad things were and just how much people were apologizing for, historically speaking. So what, you, what I go through step by step is people in America and people in the West, you know, we talk about totalitarianism. We talk about, you know, Alex, you talk about the globalists and their agenda. There is an understanding of things would get really bad. But we don't have to imagine what things would be bad, what that would look like, because it's already happened here on Earth in our lifetimes of everyone listening to this. Uh, and it was systemic, and it was step-by-step. Stalin, Lenin started, of course, Stalin built on it, uh, and others after them, to kind of create a giant prison state. Um, and I talk about just what steps they did. One of the biggest things that people need to appreciate in any variant of totalitarianism is any kind of private relationship is a threat to those in power. So parents versus kids, husbands versus wives, friends versus each other, coworkers. Their goal is to create a society where no one can trust anyone else and they have to rely on the government for everything. And in many ways, they largely succeeded with the fact of the Soviet Union. But the important thing to take away is they didn't get everything they wanted. They told people for decades, this is the country of the future. Uh, this is how it's going to be. We're the, we're, the, we're the next wave. And they fell apart very, very quickly. And everyone thought this is going to be forever. If you watch Star Trek, Chekhov is there because even in the far, far future, you're going to have the Westerners or you're going to have the Soviets with Chekhov. That's not what ended up happening. So I think one of the reasons also, besides just telling that history, which I think is crucially important, is so many people in the West and especially in America have given up hope. They think the, the people who are their enemy are too powerful. They've been at this too long. They're too smart. They're too clever. And it's like, we've heard this story before. If you know they're lying about everything else, 
Why are you so convinced they're telling the truth when they tell you that their victory is inevitable and that they're not going away and that you, you can't defeat them? So that is the biggest lie that they tell. And so many people who would otherwise oppose them fall into that trap of believing them on that very crucial issue. By the way, I didn't talk to you before you came on live today. You got here in the green room and you just came out and came on live. But I was struggling to try to define you. And once you started talking, I would describe you because I'm somewhat of a novice historian. So I know people when they know what they're talking about when they don't. I would describe you as a, a pro-human uh, person that's anti-totalitarian, anti-authoritarian individual, uh, hyper-libertarian, uh, a, 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 a anarchist. Yes, I'm an anarchist. But, but how you quantify this, because what you just said is so key. I want to zoom in on this and have you elaborate. Tyranny is not all-powerful. It wants you to think it is and invest this mythic power. I'm not that articulate. I'm not that great. My audience, you know, it, together is amazing, but we're not God. But if they're so scared of Infowars or they got to censor everybody, they're not that powerful. That's why the Internet famous saying, nobody knows who coined it, the propaganda would not be necessary if the situation was hopeless. It's not hopeless. That's why you're saying you're white-pilled. That's one, and right. And there's the other thing that I want people to take away is there's a lot of people who have the belief that journalists used to be honest and now they're corrupt. And let me give you an example that's kind of a parallel. If you think back to when you're a kid, right, you think no one's drinking, no one's doing drugs, no one's sleeping around because you're a kid, you're in kindergarten, you're oblivious to all these things. Then you get older, go to college, then it's more frequent and you're going to have the perception that this is becoming more common. It's not becoming more common. You're just more aware of it as you age. Same thing with journalism. We're taught in school about the Spanish-American War. William Randolph Hearst, yellow journalism, remember the Maine and how the journalists led us into that war. Then there's kind of this record scratch and all the journalists become honest. And now conservatives, many conservatives think, well, they've just become corrupt in the last 20 years. No, 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 no. One of the things I explain in this book, this has been going on for over a century. Most crucially, when Stalin was starving millions of Ukrainians by design, when people were uh, uh, not able to feed their kids when they were ransacking their homes to make sure they didn't have any food. All, with two exceptions, of the Western journalists made it a point to cover for these atrocities. And later they admitted that, oops, we got it wrong. Here's the thing. If I'm a journalist and I get it wrong when it comes to the deaths of millions of people, you would think there'd be a lot, like if I was a chef and I undercooked chicken and someone died, you'd think there'd be a lot of hand-wringing. Maybe I'm in the wrong line of work. There is never this kind of self-reflection of what am I doing wrong? How did I screw this up so badly? So I think it's crucial for people to understand, and, and I lay out the receipts in this book, that for over 100 years, every single atrocity, the gulags, uh, the Holodomor, the, the, the show trials, every single atrocity committed by the Soviet Union had Western reporters tripping over, and, and influencers, not just reporters, actors, writers, tripping over themselves to tell the American people, you don't understand, these pe- the Russians are great, you're backwards, you're, you're, you have these anti-communist prejudices, and this is the way we should have America be going toward. So they've been at this for a very long time, and to your point, you're just some loudmouth with a studio in Texas, and yet you by yourself are causing nationwide and international problems. That, to me, speaks to the weakness. When you're try- if I'm trying to construct a narrative that is not uh, based in reality, let's suppose I, I cheat on my wife a lot, right? She's just got to catch me once, and my whole uh, uh, situation collapses. So when you point out day after day 
all the, not just mistakes, but lies that are being promulgated daily by the corporate press, it becomes so easy to demonstrate to critical thinking people that this is systemic and this is by design. Beautifully said. And and let's be clear, because you're criticizing Russian tyranny, you're not a Russophobe. We're just looking at the evils in America, the evils in Ukraine, the evils in Russia. This is a real retrospective, so we don't repeat it again, which we are now. But you make a good point. For those that don't know history or forgot it, first Stalin was bad, then World War II comes, he's good, and then he's bad again. It's a perfect 1984, which George Orwell was writing about, where they're just shifting who the good guys and bad guys are on a routine basis. Yeah, and it's really kind of disturbing to me how, you know, it, it's very easy to make the case that, look, Hitler's the ultimate evil. We got to team up with the devil to stop Hitler. You can make that argument pretty easily. And that, that's kind of alluded to when we're taught history in high school. But it's never explained just what Stalin did, just how bad he was, just what he did to his own people, and what he built on with Lenin. There's this big kind of lie, which I dissect in the book and demonstrate to be false, that Lenin was good and Stalin basically perverted it, or if Trotsky had been in charge, it wouldn't have been as bad. This is complete nonsense. Uh, Everything that Stalin put into place had been originated under Lenin's system, the secret police, uh, the gulags, uh, you know, turning people against one another. It's It's all been there. And it's all being repeated again. And, and if, if, if they had their druthers, that's the thing. Uh, I do not hold to this belief that those who I regard as the enemies of liberty are always going to get their way. Because here's the proof. If that were true, no one listening to the show would have a gun. If they had their way, handguns would be illegal. in this. Country. And that's why you're white-pilled. And I agree. We're winning and turning the tide. But I want people to know empire is going to strike back. These people are not weak. They have no shame. They have no remorse. But the point is, they're much closer to snakes than they are to gods. Damn well said. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Michael Malison Studio. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds both the regular shows and special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. 
Take action now, read the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. not make it back. Got the looks that kill. Well, Michael Malice is a smart cookie, and you should give people some of your background and history speaking to this, because when I see your podcast, I watch it all the time, so is my family. You know what you're talking about, and it, 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 it's amazing, but, but the good news is we are winning. Tyranny can be defeated. There are ways to defeat it, but we have to first recognize it. Please continue. Do you know what uh, Ronald Reagan said before he was elected president? He was sat down and they were discussing the Cold War. And Ron DeSantis just invoked this in his speech at CPAC. And this is one of the key points of the book. And he said to his aide, he goes, let me tell you my strategy for the Cold War. It is simple and some may say simplistic. Here it is. We win, they lose. What do you think about that? And they laughed in his face. Uh, They said that he is threatening us to get us into nuclear war, that he's a lunatic. He doesn't know he's talking about. He's seen all. He's a moron. Ten years later, 11 years later, uh, this evil empire that spanned half the globe no longer ceased to exist. And one of the reasons I wrote this book, which I think is so key, is that this was a big victory for the West. And it was such a it was done relatively peacefully. We have monuments, understandably, to the Vietnam War. We have monuments to World War II, where so many people gave their lives. But the Cold War, which was won basically without firing a shot, without the loss of millions of of, of lives and, and so much bloodshed, it's forgotten and no one discusses it. You can't because they hate it. And you can't expect the New York Times to tell this story. Well, it turned out Herbert Walker Bush, who was his vice president, didn't like it because they wanted that foreign enemy. Oh, absolutely. Herbert Walker Bush told Gorbachev in, a, in writing, no one wants to see uh, uh, the, the uh, um, disintegration of the Soviet Union. Or I forgot what the exact word he used, something to that effect. So they wanted to have that bipolar world where we're the good guys, they're the bad guys, and that justifies any kind of military buildup possible and any restraints on Western freedoms possible. William F. Buckley, who I'm still pissed that you have his picture up in the green room and that every guest of this show has to look at his face, had said, we need dictatorship here in the West to fight the dictatorship in the East temporarily. By the way, I'm no follower of William oh, F. No, Buckley. Sure. <laughs> bring, me, bring, me the, bring me the photo right Can now. Can you just put it in the bathroom where it belongs, please? No, no. I, a listener mailed that to us. Could, you could hang it in the bathroom. And most of the stuff on the walls, listeners mailed us, okay? So we're not like, like museum curators going, this is a symbol of who we are. It was just a piece of history, Fine. And, and that's why we have it. I'm going to give it to you. I don't want it. No, no, I'm going to give it to you. You, you may keep it or torture it or whatever you want. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> Bring it to me. Bring it to me. No, 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 no but getting serious here, uh, there's no special secret message in it, but I get what you're saying. He, he, here's where I'm at. We have corporate interests that want us to stare into the abyss of Russia and China right now. Yes. In the name of defeating them, we become them. That, you just talked about that. How do we thread the needle on that? 
Well, I think the, the most important thing, and this was crucial to bringing down the Soviet Union, it's crucial to helping what's happening in North Korea right now, which is my other bailiwick. Yeah, you take it as a hostage. It's yours. It's oh, a gift. God help us. Okay. Oh, it's heavy. Um, That's yours now. Oh, my skin's burning just touching it. Um, the, and the name of the show speaks to this. Information. Uh, it does. It's not necessarily a matter of having the weapons. It's not necessarily a matter of having the numbers. It's a matter of having enough people understanding what is being going on and the motivations behind them. Now, I want to talk to people at home for them to appreciate what we're up against. Because imagine if someone is blue pilled, and we can talk about all the pills in a second. Meaning, uh, someone is blue pilled is that they believe that what is on the news is by and large true and in their best interest. Imagine sitting someone down and trying to tell them that the weatherman is lying. Not just incorrect sometimes, but is lying. They would look at you as a crazy person. But when you try to explain to someone that most of corporate media is based on an agenda and the people have no problem being dishonest, they look at you in the same exact way. So that's what you're up against. But once you take that red pill, you realize, oh, these are corporations. Corporations have an agenda. That agenda is often not in the favor of the citizenry or, or, or even the people working there. All of a sudden, a lot of things uh, start to make. Well, I was about sense. to say, I, I don't get much pushback now, and I don't talk about myself. It, it's a it's a gauge. Most folks aren't a public figure. I went from almost nothing but love before Trump, but it was only like every thirtieth person I walked by was a listener. Then under Trump, I would get mobbed, but about five percent, ten percent were hate. It was still mainly love. Now I go all over the country, nothing but love. People get they're being lied to. I think we've reached a tipping point. Yeah, and here's the other thing. A, a lot of times people are depressed because they're like, oh, the majority of people aren't going to ever come around to our land thinking. It doesn't take a majority because the majority are just going to be on the bandwagon. So one year they're going to be hardcore uh, George W. Bush fans. The next year they're going to be Obama fans. They're just going to go with the tide. All it takes is a significant, informed minority dedicated. I agree. So how would you quantify and describe the moment in history we're in right now? Uh, I agree with you completely that this is an inflection point. Uh, the fact that you have even one social media site where corporate journalists aren't protected and felt safe. This is unprecedented, uh, and this is wonderful because on Twitter, they will spread their lies, and immediately, dozens of citizens will call them out on their depravity. That's right. Tyranny can only work when it's got complete control. Yes, it has to, but it's called totalitarianism for a reason. It total. has to have to total control. Here's the thing. If, you, if the worst thing you could say about America is that you go to school and you learn some stupid things that aren't true and everything else is fine, we could take that as a compromise, right? It, the point is they have to be in your music, in your supermarket, uh, in your bedroom. They have to be everywhere. And, God, and that sounds exhausting. I can't even run my own life, much less. What is it about totalitarians and these globalists? They, throughout history, they want to run everything and control it. That sounds hellish. And But the other thing is, Alex, which is important, it's also expensive. You said it was exhausting. If I'm going to run every aspect of everyone's life, that costs me a lot in terms of uh, emotional cost, people pushing back, financial cost, technological Whereas cost. Whereas you could just lead them with a better system. But it's also the fact that this is why they're vulnerable. Because the more money and more effort it takes for me to maintain my system, the harder it is for me to sustain it. People have this idea that if, you know, if, we have this, this, if China had this big empire over the world, as they certainly would want to do, that it would be easy for them. It's not. These giant empires are not structurally Well, sound. just like Hitler or just like the right. Japanese in World War II, they expanded because they were collapsing internally. Right. You have to – it's the kind of thing where it's like Wile E. Coyote runs off the, off the cliff, and then when he looks down, he falls because you realize gravity's there. You can't keep these things going on uh, uh, infinitely because at a certain point, it's like Thatcher said, she's on the cover of the book, the problem with socialism is eventually you run out of other people's money. we got to go to break again. Longer segments coming up, but again – inflection point 
So we're at a crossroads. I think we're at a major crossroads. And I do want to talk about Trump after the break because he said some things recently that I think I want to hear your thoughts on. Absolutely. But, but in the minute we have left, tell people about the book, where they get it. Whitepillbook.com. And I've been delighted by, uh, I, I was out selling Pompeo, Mike Pompeo. So when you have a situation like that, surely that's room for hope. Uh, for yeah, them. Pompeo is truly a bad person. Yes. So uh, recently he was attacking Trump for policies that he helped formulate. Well, I mean, I mean, that's wow. That's like I, I, the, I think the Republican Party are delusional because they believe the corporate media narrative that once Trump goes away, they're going to return to normal. And if you look at the base of the GOP, they have no hunger for going. They're totally to, populist radicalized now. There's no hunger for 2015. Zero. And if Mike Pence and Nikki Haley think they've got a shot, maybe they could get a shot at the nomination at the establishment. Push they're being through. booed everywhere. But they're being booed to their face, and they, they don't know how to handle it, because except for being this corporate politician and pretend it's not happening. Okay, we're taking the white pill with Michael Malice straight ahead. Stay with us, Infowars.com forward slash show. It's accordance of freedom. Infowars.com, band out video. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Live from Austin, Texas, it's Alex Jones. With the great Michael Malice. Let me tell you a little story about censorship. We'll get more into this in the next hour with Michael Malice. But since they banned us four years ago, they banned any even sub-URL we use to push people to Infowars.com or Band.Video. And so sometimes they ban stuff in a week. Sometimes they go three months. We've had dozens of URLs since this happened. But about a month ago, we created ConspiracyFact.Info that would take you to Infowars.com forward slash show. So our guests and other people that were coming on can say, hey, I'm going live on the show. Here's the URL. Well, Roseanne Barr was going to be in studio Saturday, and she was. And so I went live at noon. She was going to be on at 1. Before the show, we checked conspiracyfact.info. You could post the link to Twitter. I said, hey, that's the link to post, blah, blah, blah. She puts it out. Wouldn't let her put it out. Won't let you put it out now, conspiracyfact.info. So. The new URL, and well, where we have thousands, they try to ban these. The new URL, we'll put it on screen for you right now, is madmaxworld.tv. Because with them creating all the crime and letting it flourish, and all of we're entering a Mad Max world with the energy being cut off, 
That's what caused the fictional Mad Max novel, you know, where the energy's cut off, oil runs out. MadMaxWorld.tv will take you directly to Band.video. You can share any link. It creates its own URLs. And for now, that is a link they're not banning. MadMaxWorld.tv. Michael Malice, please continue. Well, I'm just, is there a whole... What is the point of this? Because again, is this, are they just trying to play whack-a-mole with you? They could just, if they knock off one URL, a URL costs $10 to create. What is their purpose? As long as the listeners get excited and promote it, they lose. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, they're trying to exhaust us. We got to exhaust them. But that's just, I mean, if I wanted to take down Alex Jones, like this is all I, this is another, just speaks to my point. Like this is all you've got that you're, you're going to knock off a URL, cost them 10 bucks. Okay. So you just change the URL. It just takes two seconds. If they had their druthers, you, this show wouldn't exist and that you'd, you'd be vanished into some gulag. This is another reason why it's important for people to, to have perspective and not lose hope. They're putting everything that they had against you to shut you and this show up. And here we are having a nice conversation. We agree on a lot of things. We disagree on a lot of things. And it's perfectly fine. The only people that should be bothered by this are those in power. Well, we're really evil. We're criticizing Stalin and Lenin and Hitler. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Stalin. Yeah, yeah, my God. Yeah, uh, well, no, no, no. The, hold on. There's a chapter in this book about someone who I know you know a lot about and is, is going to raise the dander on the back of your neck. And that's Henry Wallace. So Henry, people in this country are, do not, are, you're not taught this in school. Henry Wallace was Roosevelt's FDR's second vice president. Uh, he was very close to uh, not literally Stalin, but Stalinist op- uh, operatives. He went to visit uh, a gulag. Uh, he went to visit all the way uh, in Siberia. They put on a literal song and dance for him the prisoners. And they took him around because he was former, um, uh, he had a background in agriculture. They take him to a pig farm and he's asking, oh, how are you raising these pigs? Now the people operating the pig farm weren't the, weren't the prisoner farmers, they were apparatchiks. So they just didn't know what to answer him. So the translators had to cover. So he's, go- and he comes back and he says, there's no two countries more alike than the United States and the Soviet Union. And it's like a new wild, he says, it's like a wild west. All of these Russians are moving to Siberia. It's just a new frontier for them. Well, they're moving there because they were all arrested for no reason, and they're all prisoner slaves having to— You said that would raise my hackles. I totally agree with you. Well, no, no. I'm just mentioning Henry Wallace's name. It's just one of those names where, like, he's not household knowledge, but he should be more prominent. And the other thing is— there was a woman, Eleanor Lipper and others, who were prisoners on the other side of the fence. They were there. And when she escaped, because she was a foreign national, wrote a book about it, he looked like a complete fool. And uh, in 1952, which would have been the last of his second term if he had been elected president, as he had tried to do uh, when he ran against Truman um, and Dewey in, in 1948, uh, he admitted, oh, communism's evil. It's like, yeah, you're saying this now eight years in, but you were a complete fool for this. And God, well, that's kind of like the, on, po- the poison point. shots. We were this close to having Henry Wallace be president because it's what, like 100 days into FDR's fourth term that Truman got sworn in. So people don't appreciate just how bad things could have been in the past. And that's another reason why I'm so hopeful about the future. Go ahead. Absolutely. Well, I was just going to say that, I forget what I was going to say, but it, 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 it is an amazing moment to be alive right now. Well, absolutely. But again, like so much of what we are taught in popular consciousness and in in school is just a very narrow sliver of history. And it's designed many cases to demoralize Americans and to see them in a certain kind of uh, path to make them think that the rise of the state is inevitable uh, and that progress means the growth of government and the loss of liberties. They've been singing this song for 100 years. And as long as I have breath in my body, they're not going to have their way. And hopefully everyone listening to this will agree with me on that regard. 
So projecting the research and the history of your book and your own family history, what is your view on the conflict in Ukraine? I am completely ignorant about this. Here's my view, because people have this idea because I was born in Ukraine. I left there when I was one and a half that I'm going to have some kind of inside knowledge. My, what I do know a lot about is North Korea. And my big concern is the parallels to the Korean War, because you had in the North, you had the Chinese and the Russians. In the South, you had the U.S. and the U.N. The Korean people were the ones who lost that war. Everyone else was a tie. The country was leveled. Uh, They were bombed to oblivion. All the things that were left were like the chimneys, and just these entire countrysides were laid to ruin. And my big fear, my big fear is for the Russian people and for the Ukrainian people, that this is going to be a proxy war and the Ukrainian people are going to pay the price. Exactly. They're the losers. The war is right. Bad. And anytime you have all this pressure on, on Zelensky or Ukrainians not to kind of reach some compromise, and I can understand the argument like, oh, you're not going to validate aggression. And Thatcher was very big on this with the Falklands when Argentina invaded. You can't negotiate with people who aggress. Point being, at what cost? And are you just going to fund the Ukrainians until they're completely destroyed? Are you planning on taking Putin out? What, what's that going to look like? It's certainly not going to be easy to do. So, uh, And we just showed some footage of U.S. weapons uh, being delivered to Poland to be delivered into Ukraine. They confirm, I mean, this is insane. But here's my big concern. At a certain point, if you are funding a war in Ukraine as an American, at what point does, does America and American uh, assets become legitimate targets for the Russians, right? At a certain point, if you're funding this war and you're funneling weapons there, doesn't that, can you can understand why Putin is going to hit New York or something else? Like, it would make perfect sense for him to do that. That's, I don't have any uh, information about what's going on over there, but I do have concerns, and those are my concerns. Well, my concerns are I'm not a Russian, I'm not a Ukrainian. And I see that both sides have historical beefs with each other. Sure, but, with good reason. Yeah, but but the east of Ukraine, it's you know it's mainly Russian, and if the Russians were putting troops on our border, we would be really really upset. And so, if Putin was putting troops in Canada or Mexico, I'd be upset. And so, now that NATO's openly involved, I even saw a CNN report and a Washington Post report and a New York Times report going, "Oh my God." All the dead Russians is making the Russians want more war. Well, of course. I mean, this is escalating. They need experts to tell them that. That's just history. Yeah, but I think the the, the bloodlust for the corp for um, uh, by the corporate press for war cannot be overstated. Uh, they there's not they have not been a war that they don't like. Uh, there, the, if it bleeds, it leads is kind of that slogan. You know, it, it, that is my concern. The New York Times for a very long time has had a history of being. The, it's just funny because if you read, if you most people think, okay, New York Times is left. Left is anti-war. Conservatives pro-military, pro-war. The New York Times has been the biggest outlet for warmongering that that would make you know the biggest war hawk on, in the Republican Party blush. Back to the Spanish American War. Yes, and the thing is, they they could do it shamelessly. Because they can say, oh, we're the lefties, so we're not really pro-war. It's, it's, it's such a con job, and it's just very disheartening to see how many people fall for it. Uh, and my, again, like you just, you just said earlier, I want peace, and I want people to be safe and secure in their own homes and not have to worry about bombs flying and, and people becoming orphans. And- What's your gut tell you? Because they're saying this war is going to last years now. Oh God, I, I I don't I don't know what what my gut is telling me, and and I don't think Biden is a strong leader, to put it mildly. I don't know what the forces are behind that White House, but it seems very very clear that all the pressure is on containing continuous war uh, as much as possible, which is is just very disturbing to see. All right, I want to shift gears out of that. Now. I want to go back to White Pill. Why you're optimistic? I am too, because as bad as things are, the amount of people not buying the system is is better than ever. But I don't think we can just oppose the corrupt globalist system. We've got to create something new. 
Yes, I think that's a great way of looking at it. The white pill, to be precise, I'm going to be a little pedantic. The white pill isn't optimism. The white pill is hope. And if you're going to sit here and tell me that as Americans, our journey toward freedom and taking our country back is hopeless, I don't want to talk to you. All right, let's talk about it when we come back. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence that have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or a great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95, it's all available at InfoWarsTore.com and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsTore.com. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo in so much space. So, Michael Malice was rightfully complaining about my William F. Buckley picture that a listener sent us that we got on the wall. Just as is interesting. We have all sorts of interesting photos here. But I said, what do you want to use as white-pilled examples when we come back of global awakening against tyranny? He said, I want to talk about East Germany versus West Germany, East Berlin versus West Berlin. I said, well, I've got a photo. I've got a picture that is actually mine. My mother came back from Germany probably, she's been there many times, 20 years ago, and she was at a museum about the fall of the Berlin Wall. We got a boom operator in here. We can show you this. And it's, it's a photo, a famous photo when the Berlin Wall, a few years before it fell, where a child went through with their parents. We got caught in the barbed wire. And then a East German soldier took the child, saved the child, got him through, but that East German soldier disappeared and no one knew whatever happened to him. Here, I can do it this way. This is another boom. Problem. There you go. So this is where we are, ladies and gentlemen. 
And this is one of the photos on the wall that's actually one of mine. That's beautiful. And so so you wanted to go there next. Go ahead. Well, first of all, I just want to clarify, when you put in those terms, the idea of hanging William F. Buckley now sounds more appealing to me. So maybe maybe I was a little bit wrong. There's someone named Conrad Schumann. Conrad Schumann was, uh, uh, you know, they, they, what people don't appreciate, I didn't, I think a lot of people don't realize the Berlin Wall, Berlin isn't in the center of East and West Germany. It's entirely enclosed in Eastern Germany. So when they built the wall, they surrounded the entire half of the city. And it was a bizarre prison in that the people who were imprisoned were the free ones. If you were a member, a citizen of West Berlin, that's part of West Germany, it was not contiguous with, with the, the liberal democratic uh, West Germany. So there was a, um, an officer, Conrad Schumann, as they were trying to build the Berlin Wall and imprison the citizens of uh, West Berlin. And he, you know, it would be his job if someone's trying to cross this wall to shoot them. And he's this young kid and he's like, I can't do this. I cannot shoot my countrymen just because they're trying to cross the street. So there was a photographer there who was watching him, seeing him like, wait a minute, what's this guy up to? A guy used to photograph horses, so he knew how to have that exact kind of reflexes. And the moment Schumann jumped the fence, he got the shot. The uh, West Berlin people, uh, cops got him into a car, uh, uh, trafficked him to freedom, and it was just this beautiful, happy ending. But it's just this amazing moment. And that caused the chain reaction. So as Russell Brand comes out against the New World Order, and as Elon Musk comes out against the New World Order, and as Joe Rogan comes out against the New World Order and the globalists, this is a microcosm of that. People but jump on the fence. But it's all, right, but it's also the idea that there's so many of us who maybe are in positions to do the wrong thing, and it, just to remind you that you still, as a human being, have a conscience and the opportunity to do the right thing. There's another great story, Hans Meixner, M-E-I-X-N-E-R, and he fell in love with a girl from East Berlin, and he's like, all right, I'm going to marry this girl, but I got to get her the heck out of uh, uh, East Germany. So he goes to Checkpoint Charlie, which is the big crossing point between the two, uh, the two halves of the city, and he realizes that that bar, which they raised for the car to go through, is not that tall. So he gets a British car, puts her in the back seat, puts the future mother-in-law in the trunk, surrounds her with bricks in case they start shooting, takes off the windshield, takes some air out of the tires, and when they appoint him to go to the next spot, he just floors it like the Matrix. The car goes under that bar, and he escapes with her and the future mother-in-law to freedom in West Berlin and married her. So, so the answer to tyranny is stop complying. But the, and, but the answer also is we all have the ability in our own little personal ways to fight and find for our freedom, even in the most unfree situation. And I got to tell you, as bad as things often are in America and as bad as it would be if those who I oppose would have their druthers, we still have a lot of opportunity, all of us, to do something and move the needle in the right direction. So I haven't read the book yet. It's, it's examples in Russia and East Germany and everywhere. In, in Europe, but but what about white pill moments here? I see Elon Musk three weeks ago at the World Government Forum put on by the World Economic Forum calling for total tyranny, implantable chips, total tracking, universal credit score, all of this. And there's Elon Musk saying, no, the New World Order is bad. Centralization is bad. We shouldn't have. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm seeing just big defeats of them. Bill Maher comes out against all the policies. I mean, it's, it's happening. And anyone listening to this with a straight face look at John Fetterman and Kamala Harris and say, these are unstoppable foes. 
We can't win against people who are this impressive. It's a joke when you realize, the thing is, it's not that they're particularly impressed or particularly smart. They've been at this for a lot longer and they've built up this edifice for a long time. But that does, just because you're starting on third base does not at all guarantee you're going to have that home run, especially, and as a result of COVID, so many more people are aware of what we're up against, uh, how low they'll be willing to go, and the point that... I think Republicans especially, like maybe they always talk about like Reagan and Tip O'Neill. Like, oh, we're going to sit down together. Everyone's going to shake hands and work. I think now people are reasoning gun control is a good example. These people aren't arguing in good faith. They don't really want to have safety. They want to have. Yeah, we're not compromising because we know it's not a compromise. There's nothing to compromise because as soon as they get the AR-15s, instantly it's going to be let's go after this gun or let's go after handguns. And and I think everyone who is pro-gun rights has come to this realization in in the last 10 years at least. So so you know Elon Musk. You and Joe have gone out. He hangs with them a lot. They're having a little event tomorrow, I'm told. But the point is, is that. Elon Musk, whether he's good or bad, he realizes the pendulum's going towards freedom, so he's jumped over to it. So we should see that as a good sign. I'll take whatever hope I can get, because if you don't have hope, you cannot win. If you don't have a vision of what you're fighting for, you cannot possibly And I said that earlier. We can't just oppose them. What do we stand for? So what do we stand for, or what do you stand for? What should we aspire to as the alternate system, A and B? What is it to be white pill? Because I agree. It's not like some, oh, you're, you're naive, almost like a blue pill. You think everything's fine. No, no. You just have optimism and hope for humanity. Nor do I, and 75% of this book, nor am I of the belief that human beings are basically good and that those who are in power, oh, they only just want to kind of raise taxes and have regulation. The, the people who are in power are pure evil. Uh, there's, you can't put anything past them. The things that they do to children historically and in present times are things I would never sit down and think of in a million years. But the point being, they are not omnipotent and they're not unstoppable. Uh, and there's many, many examples, which you talk about all the time, where they just take L after L after L. The fact that people are now campaigning on imprisoning Fauci, uh, which would have been an unspeakable taboo a couple of years ago, in and of itself is, speaks to how much free speech, despite attempts to the- 500,000 person demonstrations in Germany. 200,000 in Britain, huge ones here. Uh, the media ignores it, but the people know what's happening. And the other thing is, like you were pointing out, with the, if it, URLs are infinite. You can make as many URLs or, as you want. Back in the day, there were three channels, CBS, ABC, NBC. If those three channels agreed not to talk about you, you don't exist. Now, you are demonstrating just today there are infinite channels. You could have, yeah, they're going to block one URL. Okay, here's $10. Here's another URL. That's the best you can do. So just that progress in the last 30 years alone shows how difficult it is for the enemy class to control the conversation. And that's another reason why people should all be hopeful. If the people have energy, if they care, if they stand up. Guys, I'd ask you to print this up. You probably did put it on my desk. But print me the Oh, How We Burn in the Camps uh, quote by Solzhenitsyn. And what's the full Solzhenitsyn quote? I can't remember the exact quote, but we know, they know, they know, we know. Uh, We know they're lying. They know they're lying. They know we know they're lying, but still they're lying. I think it's something to that effect. And, and I, I don't think that quote applies to America because if you look at corporate journalists on, on Twitter, that's my preferred social media site, they are shocked by the pushback they get. Uh, from average people. They really think that they're respected and liked. But nowadays, especially after COVID, when they'd be filming wearing a mask, but the cameraman doesn't have a mask, and anyone with a cell phone could just film and show that as soon as the camera goes off, they take the masks off, that these people are... They're so naive. They're right. It's actually, it makes me feel bad that they're dominating us. Like you said, these people are a joke. But again, they're dominating us because they had so many years in the past to kind so of... So they're running off stuff in the bank. 
Don't you think? I agree. Here it is. The rulers are simple. They lie to us. We know they're lying. They know. They know we know they're lying. But they keep lying to us and keep pretending to believe them. And we keep, we keep pretending to believe them. Yeah. Yeah, the rulers are simple. They lie to us. We know they're lying. They know. We know they're lying. But they keep lying to us, and we keep pretending to believe them. But I don't. But that's the thing. In the Soviet Union, you had to pretend to believe them, right? Because if I'm in the Soviet Union, uh, and I discuss this heavily in the book, I can't say that the newspaper Pravda is full of crap, because that's going to be trouble for me and my family. No one has repercussions for going on at Facebook and, or talking to their friends and family and being like, the New York Times is full of crap. The Washington Post is just propaganda. And that is a... Exactly. So we're far from where other people have been. Yes. We better fight now or we're going to go there. I agree with you. Right, exactly. And again, stop getting intimidated by completely unimpressive people. Like Fetterman. Like Fetterman. Well, I, I actually sent him money because I want the Senate to look as much like Arkham Asylum as possible. And my hope is that one day he's going to be on the Senate floor and his head just explodes. And well, we'll, we'll come back and talk about that second hour about to begin. Why are we seeing Bidens and Fettermans and others that can't even talk? Is that on purpose or is it a manifestation of the crumbling, rotting edifice of the establishment? We'll be right back. Second hour, Michael Malice, the new book, The White Pill. Get it today. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Infowars.com and the new URL, madmaxworld.tv. That's the new URL, the destination of freedom, madmaxtv, madmaxworld.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words, plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsTore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support.